How's that? Welcome to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz get a stirring, remarkable, fabulous, terrific, outstanding, soul-filled win over the Phoenix Suns tonight in a 134-133 game that had everything you could imagine. Lowry Markin, an incredible, Devin Booker, incredible, guys going back and forth. Truly a great one tonight, and we're talking about it coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone. Welcome to the Jazz. Kind of still a a buzz in the arena after the Jazz beat the Suns 134-133. And this overall, Ron, this was just this was just an incredible game. The offense is dominated. Jazz scored 40 in the first, 42, 74 in the first half, 107 in the first three. It was 107-105 ending the fourth. 134-103. 134-103. This was modern NBA offensive domination. Yeah, and of the 32 assists that the Jazz had, you mentioned that first quarter, 12 of those assists came in that first quarter. I mean, that was just a very exciting first quarter that we've had, probably had all, all season long. Um, but overall, the game was played, and, and the, the Jazz offense was executed exactly the way we saw it this morning. So dig into that. What did the Jazz do, and we're, what were they exploiting in this game? Well, the, the, you know, this is a team that was switching. They switched one through four. Sometimes they switched one through five with eight, and just depending on if it was Linux or if it was uh, someone like um, Markkinen or something like that. But for the most part, they were slipping, switching one through four. So the slip that the Jazz were using... Was, was either guard to guard, forward to forward, just didn't matter. They would, they would slip, and sometimes you get both defenders going with the slip, man, you got an outside shot, or if, if, if that's not the case, if they jump, trying to jump the, the switch, now you slip, and you got a dunk. And how many times do you see Mark and get, get a dunk there, you know, in that ballgame because uh, the guy's trying to overplay it. Two of the numbers that jump out, Mike Conley, 10 assists. Jared Vanderbilt, 8 assists tonight. Yeah, they, that was, yeah. they were using Vando to try to create some of these opportunities and, that, and that's where they got him. Um, and the Jazz ended up tonight with a 29 assist. Jazz shoo- shot, oh, excuse me, that was the Suns had 29 yeah, assists. Jazz, Jazz had 32. 32. Yeah. Jazz shot just lights out tonight. Like we talk about make or miss league and all that stuff and you, you always well, we're, we're going to take the make or miss. The data of this one's going to be incredible. The Jazz make or miss league tonight. They, they made them. Uh, not only did they shoot the three 16 to 31, and not only did they shoot 51 and 91, but their last two field goals, Mikel Bridges guards Jordan Clarkson in every way imaginable, and Jordan simply goes ballet west, ballet, to go get an extra, somehow get a shooting window, fades back and makes it, and Markinen on a play with the shot clock winding down on the left side, fades back from 22. Uh... 22 on the left side over Devin Booker and makes it. Those two shots late were just incredible. I'm sorry. Eddie Johnson's Eddie Johnson's But that shot by Markin, first of all, you see how high he had to put that up to keep it from getting blocked? And then it barely buckled the net. Incredible shot, desperate shot, and it still goes in. But Conley, I'm, I'm sorry, Clarkson's shot was, had no business going in. And you see the frustration in Bridges, who, as you mentioned so many times, is a great defensive player. He throws his hands up in the air and disgusts What else do I need to do? You know, to try to defend something like that. But, you know, sometimes those things happen. We're watching Lowry Markkinen learn how to be a number one option. He was below 20 points in each of his last three games. Frankly, could have been worn out. 
we all were. The burden on him is bigger than it's ever been before. I thought that was my feeling when we as the Knicks game is I just thought the burden the Jazz were experiencing was was more than some of the guys could handle, and that Conley and Clarkson and Markin had kind of worn down. Lowry gets two nights off. It does amazing things for you. He goes 15 of 18 tonight. 38? Is that the final number there? 38 points. And is learning how to be... Because you saw him tonight do it in the post. You saw him do it in different ways. Yeah. Of How is he going to... What's what's available to him, and what's he going to do to assert himself on the game? I'm, I'm sure he's got it figured out on what he can do in this league and at his size, and, and he knows his his skill set and all that kind of But what I was impressed with was the hard drives that he had using his body, meaning he, he was pounding his way in position, using his shoulder. And once you get the shoulder in there, he just continued on and finished. But uh, that's what I was impressed with. Now at seven foot, he realizes that, you know, he could he can score down in the paint. Uh, and then with that long-range jumper, you've heard so many times we talk about, well, people have known me to be a three-point shooter. His field goal percentage is not that great this year, but he's scoring, you know, all over the floor. And I was impressed with the with the power moves that tonight. Jared Vanderbilt had a pretty incredible night tonight. We mentioned the 11 rebounds and the eight assists. I thought the interesting one, he got the assignment on Devin Booker as much as they possibly could. Devin yeah. Booker was incredible tonight. 49 points on 31 shots, 15 to 15 from the line. And I don't know if anyone slowed him down or anyone bothered him, but... There were a bunch of plays where Bees, where Vanderbilt knocks the ball away and just takes shot clock away from them, and you know the, he just did. He made him work, and I thought Jared. That that was the first time we've seen them use Jared as the defensive stopper on a guard, and yeah. I thought that was notable. It, it was notable, uh, and and I like Vanderbilt. I, I think he's probably one of the better big men on the perimeter as far as defending, and I'm sure that's why uh, Coach Harding put put him on Booker. But you know Booker's a phenomenal player. I mean, all you can do against a guy like that, and, and I'm sure that's what Vanderbilt was thinking, just trying to disrupt things, take him out of his rhythm, keep him from getting to spots. He's a great mid-range shooter in 31 attempts tonight. Yeah, it's still, you get 31 attempts, that makes the defender work, you know, all the time. Pretty impressive performance by the Jazz. Conley gets in foul trouble, and the Jazz actually survive Analytic. it. Mike Conley was actually negative two today. Uh, as the Jazz survive it, Taylor Horton Tucker puts in, some pretty important moments. Fonchecchio, hit, Fonchecchio hits a big three. Malik Beasley, though, we got to talk about. Oh, Ten of 17, but seven threes tonight. And they are, he is coming off set plays for open three looks, and he gets square, and this kid can really shoot. Seven for 13, as a matter of fact. And, and, and range is, is not a problem for him. I mean, the, the, the ball is soft enough that it just, it's like it barely gets there, and, and, and it goes in. But that's what he's known for. That's what he likes to do, shoot the three. As I mentioned so many times, 243-point shots made last season. That is, like, unbelievable. Yep. Just think about Joe Ingles. I think Joe Ingles had 200 one time, and that was, you know, you see the kind of looks he was getting, you know, when he was here. But 243-point shots made, that's unbelievable. Jazz go to 7-3 and three in the clutch this year, which is exactly the type of games they weren't supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to, like, this... This is a reoccurring theme, that the Minnesota game, the New Orleans game, the Denver game, this game. The games the Jazz were supposed to, they were gonna, with this roster, the Jazz were going to play hard, be aggressive, be in games, and then the final five minutes fall apart. And, and that's, what the antici- that's what the expectation was. Um, that's, not, that's not what's happening here. The, these guys are, have a, they have a soul, I think is the way to say it. There's a soul to this basketball team. 
the fourth quarter, and I'm just trying to, while you were talking, I was trying to do what time we were up. Well, probably the whole fourth quarter that, you know, teams seemed to turn into a half-court game. And um, both teams were getting to spots and, and, trying, and, and making some things happen. But it just shows us that, okay, the Jazz possibly can play uh, a half-court game there as well and don't necessarily have to play in, in transition to make it work. You know, 27 points and uh, the Suns had 28. Well, Mike Conley just late in games being that, that thread that's holding the fabric together, controlling everything, every position, huge rebound late, uh, great energy, <laughs> and you can just tell he's playing with a pizzazz uh, and, a, and a zest to his game this year. Yeah, that, that rebound, that was one of his four rebounds in that fourth quarter. That was Four rebounds in the fourth quarter? Fourth quarter, yes. That was, that was huge. Wow. Four rebounds is a lot for a 6-1 Mike Conley in the fourth quarter. Uh, everyone's saying uh, on our chat room, i got to give credit to Ben. He had a pretty good line. He, uh, Lowry Markin's not finished. He's just getting started. Oh. I like that. Um, oh, oh, more at 11 tonight at Giggles. Um, everyone's saying the stars are easy, that it's Beasley and Markin in. I don't know that I think the stars are that easy tonight. I I got a little room for Jared Vanderbilt on my star votes tonight with the way he distributed and rebounded and kept the kept the game alive. Would he have five offensive rebounds tonight? I got a little I got a little love there. Also, Bees and Marketing were definitely the offensive stars. What's your thought, Ron? I'm going with uh, Beasley and Marketing for sure, without a doubt. I mean, the big shots that both of those guys made. I know that uh, you know Beasley. Yeah, Beasley. Yeah, without a doubt. And he joined us. And who are you going with? Well, I just think Vanderbilt had a really great game tonight. Like, I'm trying well, to figure out how to get it. It sounds like you luck. just want to give it to him, you know, and not. I was trying to give Vanderbilt a little love, man. Okay. The, dude had, the dude had eight assists and 11 rebounds. Yeah. I'm agreeing that Malik Beasley's seven threes on the night where the Jazz go an incredible 18, 16 of 31 from three. And then the confidence Will Hardy has and runs a play for Malik Beasley on the final play. He didn't miss that shot. Malik joined us postgame. And said he should have made that shot. I think that's the season high menace for Beasley there as well. well. That's a lot of comments. All right. Two stars tonight are, in fact, Beasley and Marketing. That wraps us up. Have a great one. Thanks very much for joining us in the live audience. Thanks for joining us on Postcast. We'll be with you tomorrow on the floor. We'll be two, about two hours, 15 minutes before the game in Portland. Join us at DLock09 on Instagram for that. Thank you very much.